Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Calvary Cast, episode 65, and now the like fourth week in a row we've recorded a podcast. So, just in a one in a word in our own mind, we're on a roll. We are on a roll. I am Graham. You are Jess. We are the lead pastor and associate pastor, respectively. Well, actually, yeah. No, it'd be the other, the other way around. Yeah, other way around. Of Calvary Bible Church in Grand Junction, Colorado. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? You shaved your beard. Well, what we... I don't know if we could have called it a beard. But yeah, it hadn't uh, fully matured into a beard yet. A couple days. So I scruff. went back to the old goatee. Have you ever grown a beard before? I have tried, but I only... The most I've ever made it in is three weeks, and it feels patchy, scraggly, mm. and itchy, and I always cave and shave. That's what yeah. they call cave it. The and cave shave. and shave. So. Well, you could do No Shave November. Yeah, I was supposed to. That was the whole thing, and David was doing it as well. Oh, yeah. We were doing it together, and um, and I made it ten days, and I was like, "It's itching. It doesn't look good, and I have too much patchiness." So With your maybe wife. I should just let it go, though, and just you should. You should just see what happens. Just let it go. Let, let it, it go. grow. <laughs> let it grow. <laughs> Don't shave it back anymore. <laughs> You took it exactly where I was going <laughs> to take it, except that I was just going to sing Let It Go, but you were singing Let It Grow, which Rolling actually let fits it better. Grow, yeah. That song, my daughter loves for one, because she loves Frozen, but it also fits so many different situations in life. You can sing and insert different words. It's oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I love it's it. It's a great, great song. Ah, there was something else I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was, so it doesn't matter. Nope, doesn't matter. Maybe we should talk about uh, our subject for the day. We are talking about our book of the month. Our book of the month. Book of the month. Book wow. of the month. It's an Irish Irish thing. Yep. And so this is November, so we're this is November's book of the month. And for anybody that isn't aware, mm-hmm. at Calvary we have about a little year and a half ago or so, we started recommending books. 13 months ago. Right. 13 months ago, recommending books every month. Uh, that are just things that we have benefited from or um, books that are well-known in the church mm-hmm. generally, like J.I. Packer's Knowing God. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put those out, and we have a number of copies. People can buy them here. And uh, it's not that everybody has to read every one of these books, right. but that they could be helpful. Yeah, and this is the first book of the month podcast I think we've done. This is it. Which is kind of a failure, because that, that would be an easy podcast to do each right. month. There's, so there should at least be one every month, one podcast. One book of the month podcast a month. Just and somehow it took us 13 months to get to this one. That's so weird, isn't it? Fail. That's weird. That's a big thing. We can still go back. We could, I suppose. Yeah, you know what? We could do that. There's <laughs> nothing saying we can't We just do won't that. call it maybe a book. Of th- we could say we recommended this as a book of the month in the past. Right. And you can still read it. It's part of our, because whatever we're calling that book table in the future, these all stick around and they they don't go anywhere. Like Desiring God, I'm reading through that right now again. Yeah, so we could maybe talk about that. We go back, and these will be podcasts. We don't want to rehash what the whole book says and go through chapter by chapter and give the content. This is not going to be an audio book of the book. That's right. All we're going to do is explain what it is about Mm -hmm. and why we chose it, why we think it's... A good selection. So, what is the November book of the month? It is called Faith Alone, the Evangelical Doctrine of Justification by R.C. Sproul. Mm. 
Why did I, we I assume you've this? heard of R.C. Sproul? I have a little bit. A little bit of a... A little <laughs> bit, yeah. Small preacher. I don't think there's too many Christians that... Well, I, at least in our church, maybe yeah. that haven't heard of R.C. Sproul and probably listened to R.C. Sproul at times yeah. or read some of his stuff. I suppose there's a certain segment of Christianity that hasn't, but they're probably not listening to this podcast either. Right. Well, he is in... Glory. He is. Yep. Yeah, he's with the Lord now, so he died about, a, what, a year ago maybe or so? No, it's more than that. It's a couple of years ago. And yeah. it's interesting, like, he, well, he died shortly. I, I probably got into him, like, five years ago more heavily. Like, mm-hmm. I'd always known who he was, but really started to benefit from his ministry. Yeah. Well, he was a uh, Presbyterian, which is probably one reason you didn't get into him much before. <laughs> and you're up Darn Presbyterians. Yeah. And also, uh, <coughs> he was the founder of Ligonier Ministries, mm-hmm. which really, uh, they have a lot of good resources mm-hmm, available yep. for Christians, solid stuff in their video series, like mm-hmm. of different lectures and stuff by men like uh, Sinclair Ferguson mm-hmm. and others like just Robert really Godfrey, good the yeah. church history ones they did were really good. Oh, man, it's, it's just really all good stuff on there from them, um, and you can watch those videos and such online. So he founded there. He was uh, a pastor for many, many years. Um, he had a radio program way back in the day. He had this big fluffy hair. You can see some of the uh, videos of that. It's fun. And a really good voice. He did, but here's the thing with R.C. Sproul is he was, I think he's like a genius. Yes, oh, yeah. So he, a theological genius especially, mm-hmm. but just generally. Mm-hmm. Highly intelligent, and yet part of his genius, and it comes out in this book, is that he can take um, a difficult doctrine Mm -hmm. and explain it and teach it in such a way that those of us who do not have his level can understand exactly what he's saying. Yes. That's what made him so great was his teaching. Well, and that's what, like, Ligonier was founded, right, was to be just a teaching center for lay people, basically. That people would come and he'd do retreats and would just teach them for an entire weekend and because he was he was an extremely gifted teacher yeah i've heard some of his sermons and i mean you know his preaching's great and not this would draw a distinction between teaching and preaching but really right. it was those that lecture style him with yep. a chalkboard yep. on the videos of stuff that's which makes really me want to have a chalkboard it does we should get a chalkboard here we should but my here's always been my problem with writing in front of people I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I made a list of books of the month on that whiteboard <laughs> in my office, <laughs> and I was going through those, and I was like, what book is that? I couldn't figure out what I had written. The it took shack? Me about, really? <laughs> it took me like five minutes to realize wow. what I had written about, and it was actually uh It's more the image up. of it, though. It's the, <clears throat> you look smarter. Yeah. And you gotta feel smarter too, like as oh, it's I'm like sure. in the sound, the sound yes. of the chalk hitting the board. <laughs> yeah. it, it just commands somebody's attention. Yeah. Like this, this guy really knows. I'm gonna talk to Tom and see if he can build us a chalkboard that would be on wheels that I could use like on Sunday nights. Yeah, do it. That'd right. be great. Um, so anyway, back to the book. Back to the book. Faith alone is the name of the book. The evangelical doctrine of justification, and um, this is this. So the reason, by the way, we chose this for November is because, of course, October 31st was Reformation Day and Reformation Sunday. So every year at this time of the year, October, November, I try to read something Reformation-related. Sometimes that's historical, uh, Martin Luther, uh, John Calvin, something like that. And then sometimes it's uh, theological like this, Mm -hmm. which would be, 
Um, this year I read uh, uh, Thomas Schreiner's book on faith alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but anyway, this one, uh, so we chose it for that uh, purpose. We needed something for like the Reformation time of the year. But anyway, he wrote this book right. because in response to some of what was happening back in the mid early mid nineties, uh, or even earlier than that. D- well, d- uh, earlier than that, I think even when was when was this first around written? the eighties? And what was ninety five? Is when this is copyrighted. This was put out in ninety five. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, back in the eighties and nineties, what they had was the uh, in some of our church might be familiar mm-hmm. with this. I was a little kid, so I wouldn't have cared much, yeah. but I can remember hearing some of these things. There was controversy surrounding um, e- e- evangelical Christians partnering with uh, Roman Catholics. Right. One pretty well-known um, figure, uh, Billy Graham, actually at one time had a a Roman Catholic priest come and mm-hmm. pray at one of his mm-hmm. crusades. So things like that were really controversial. Right. Okay. And there were Christians landing on both sides of the fence, and then they tried to draft this document. Well, they did. It yeah. was like kind of culminated right in the drafting of the evangelicals and Catholics together statement. Yes. Which basically said, you know, that that Roman Catholics and Protestant evangelicals, there's not as much difference between us. Yeah. As we've been led to believe. Yeah. And by try, I meant they, <coughs> they tried to do this thing that they could get well-known evangelicals right. to sign on. Yep. And they did. Yes. But some of them, like R.C. Sproul, would not do right. this and actually spoke out against yes. it. Yes. So that's probably really the impetus of right. this book. Well, and that's, so I think when people pick this up and you're wading through it and he's referencing this document, ECT, multiple times over, don't get lost in that. Understand the historical t- context in which he's writing this book. Mm-hmm. And because what he's basically doing is saying uh, uh, that, that there is still an attack on the doctrine of justification by faith alone today. And it's evidenced in things like ECT and other theological controversies. So you got to understand the context he's writing it in. And then the other thing you had mentioned earlier, you're just talking about reading a book around this time of year that deals with the Reformation period and things like that. This book is a history and a theology, right? Because he spends a lot of time developing the history of what was going on in Martin Luther's time period. And so there's a lot of history in this as well. Yeah, and some people may say like, well, okay, this kind of doctrine stuff, who cares? Right. You know, whatever. Well, it's actually a massive deal, and that's what he's trying to show. Faith alone became the one of two of the most the primary issues of the Reformation period, the other one being Scripture alone. So Roman Catholic Church believed that Scripture came from God, um, but they also believed in the, uh, you know, when the Pope would uh, speak ex cathedra, right. the, the idea of the councils and um, the doctrinal statements and the confessions of the Church were equal with Scripture. Right. So that was the problem. Right. And Reformers are like, no, it's Scripture alone. Mm-hmm. And then then it gets into the issue of how can a person be justified? Right. Right. If we have to stand before God uh, a, and give an account, how can we be justified if we are sinners? And and the difference between the Roman Catholic understanding of that and the and the evangelical, historical evangelical understanding of that 
is completely different. Right. And so he'll begin in this book and you'll see it. He'll he'll make this a central fundamental gospel issue, this issue of faith alone, that this is one of the issues then we separate over because we talked about this last time on the podcast when we were dealing a little bit with our end times views. And we said we can give a lot of grace in this area and still fellowship with people that wouldn't line up with us in the non-fundamental eschatological issues, right? right? And but this this issue of faith alone right. is a gospel issue. He says, um, just talking about the importance of this doctrine, because again, you reference some people may think uh, like doctrine theology. It's too hard for me to grasp. What's the point? I trust Jesus. Period. He says, sola fide, which is uh, by faith alone is important not merely because the church stands or falls on it. It is important because on it we stand or fall. The place where and the time when we will either stand or fall is at the judgment seat of God. The doctrine of justification has to do with our status before the just judgment of God. So it's a crucial doctrine yep. for us to understand well. Yeah, and if we, I guess if we were to summarize faith alone, what we're talking about there would be that we are declared righteous by God through faith, this channel of faith in Christ alone, right? So, but it's faith alone, and it is through the work of Christ we are both forgiven and his righteousness, his righteous works are credited to our account so that when we trust in Christ, we're declared righteous. The Roman Catholic view is that God gives you regeneration and it's through that regeneration that you gain righteousness by mainly in the Reformation time, the idea was keeping the sacraments, right? right? And there is this idea that it's so it's faith plus your works and you are declared right. righteous. Whereas the reformer said, no, it's faith alone right. that you are declared righteous. And or sorry, you're going to no, say. No, that's yeah. Well, the other thing that goes with that, too, is and and. Sproul talks about it, and he points out how Luther talked about all the reformers, right? It was a lively faith. It mm -hmm. was not a faith that was alone. It was a faith that produced works. There's a helpful chart that he that somebody in the book has given that, that demonstrates the Roman Catholic understanding of justification, where it seems to be faith plus works mm -hmm. e equals justification, and the, pr the reformers' understanding, faith alone. And then uh, there is faith and works after justification, right? right? Because of your faith, you do work it out. And this and this goes to one other um, theological point that he addresses in the intro, intro not the Roman Catholic a attack on justification, but the issue of the lordship debate, mm -hmm. right, which was also raging uh, around the same time as he wrote this book. And, and that's from the Protestant community mm -hmm. dealing with um, can a person place their faith in Jesus Christ and yet potentially never evidence that by works. Mm -hmm. Right. That'd be a good summation of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think what they do, he does a good job in this book is showing, he gives this extended quote from J.I. Packer. He said, this issue is faith alone is foundational in the sense that it affects every other area of uh, salvation doctrine. I, and, and that would be a good example, what you just gave, you know. So really nailing this down and understanding it. So if you can't, if you don't have in your mind a clear understanding of what justification is or what we mean by faith alone or a good grasp of the history of the Reformation, this would be an excellent book. And yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's an 
easy read in the sense of he, like I said, he writes in such a way that all of yes. us can kind of grasp uh, what it is. You don't feel like you're wading through necessarily. You more it, it's it takes some thought and you're mm-hmm. thinking through what he's saying. But he he just had that gift of teaching. Yeah. So I recommend this uh, for everybody to read, especially if you've never given much thought to the doctrine right. and justification. Why it's so important. Yeah. I think that's something that we all need to understand because either you are justified by faith alone mm-hmm. or you're justified by faith plus your works. Right. And you need to be really working to make sure you're right. going to be justified in the end. Yep. And uh, that is, there's no reconciling those two things. Right. That Those are two different gospels. That's how he'll enter. They're two good different gospels. So you have to understand the arguments behind these and look into um, the scriptures that he presents here for that. Cool. Anything else? No, I think that's good. Like I said, we didn't want to rehash the book. I don't want to do a big teaching on faith alone, and I'd rather you just read the book and see see that in there. We said if it would be a 15-minute podcast, that'd be fine. We're at 17 minutes. That's perfect. Shortest podcast ever in the history of the Calvary. No, our first one was like eight minutes. Well, this this is actually good because it'll give them an opportunity to To fill up the rest of the time with reading this book. We'll take the rest of the time that you would devote the next several hours listening to episodes of the Calvary Cast and go read Faith Alone by R.C. Sproul. Uh, we don't have more copies right now because everybody bought them, but there are more coming. So uh, we hope this podcast has been helpful for you. We love to hear from our listeners. So if you're part of our church, give us a call, send us a text, or talk to us in person. If you're outside the church, send us an email at thecalvarycast at gmail.com. At Calvary, we exist for the glory of God good of his people and the Great Commission. Until next time.